You've heard it once, you've heard it a million times. John means business. Let's talk about him and more next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, May 6th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Chris Towers and John Means through the fourth no-hitter of the MLB season, the first in 30 years for the Baltimore Orioles. Chris, 12 strikeouts, no-hit the Seattle Mariners. What do you see from John Means, and how far is he moving up your rankings? Yeah, I mean, what what we saw from John Means was mostly what we've seen from him anytime he's been going well, which is that the changeup was just, you know, unhittable. He had 14 swinging strikes with it. It's one of the best pitches in baseball. And even, you know, before he broke out in 2020, the changeup was his bread and butter. I mean, he was a he was an all-star in either 2018 or 2019. He wasn't all that good, but he did have a great changeup. Um and now he's throwing, you know, closer to the mid nineties. And so that's making everything else play up and including the changeup. So uh, I think he's clearly established that last year was a legitimate breakout. I think he's, you know, I don't know if he's made another leap yet, but I did move him up to SP 40, which feels a little bit low. I'll admit, but the guys right ahead of him, Eduardo Rodriguez, Carlos Rodon, Julio Arias. I mean, those guys have all been awesome too. So I top 40 starting pitcher is really good. He's a must start guy moving forward. And um, I think you're going to be really happy to have him on your team moving forward. Although I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to trying to sell high. If somebody thinks he's more like a top 25 starting pitcher. Yeah, I'm with you there. I have him ranked just inside my top 40. He's SP 34 for me. Three runs or less in all seven starts for John means a 1.37 ERA at this point, uh, but he's rostered in your league. If you have him, you should feel really good about it. Someone, someone who might actually be available is Robbie Ray, who at the Oakland A's on Wednesday, six innings of three-run ball with nine strikeouts. Chris, that is three straight quality starts for Robbie Ray. 63% rostered. He's in line for two starts next week. Is he a must-add? Yeah, anytime you see somebody doing something like what Robbie Ray is, zero walks in his last three starts... You know, you, what you want to look up first is, like, has he ever done anything like this? And Robbie Ray has never had a three-start stretch with zero walks. He had one with one walk back in July and August of 2019. I believe he had four walks over the course of five games and one walk over three. So it's not necessarily unprecedented. The thing about that was right after that third start where he only had one walk, he had a 536 ERA the rest of the season. So it's not necessarily indicative of a skill change for Robbie Ray, but uh, we know how good he is when he's on. We know how good he is when he's getting his strikeouts. So yeah, if he's available in any league, I think you should go out and you know, make sure Robbie Ray's on your roster if you can, because even when things aren't great for him, you know, 2019, he wasn't amazing, but he had an ERA you know, in the low fours with a ton of strikeouts, there's still value in that. Even if he's, you know, not the the ace you might hope he could be someday. Chris, last question I'll ask you. Should you be selling low on Christian Yelich? Obviously, you know, this is dependent on, you know, what your team looks like, if you really need outfield help, but there's no timetable for Yelich. He has this back injury. Uh, It sounds pretty bad. Would you look to sell him for someone like Trent Grisham or Austin Meadows if you can make that happen? I don't think I would, but I can't. I don't feel confident in my answer one way or the other. 
you know, that's probably selling 60 cents on the dollar based on what we value those guys for before the season. So it's a question of one, how serious do you think the injury is? And two, do you think Christian Yelch has really, you know, seen a decline in skills or is it mostly related to the injury? I don't know the answer to either one. My assumption would be that it's mostly related to the injury, but he is currently hurt. We currently really don't have any details. It sounds a little bit like Aaron judge between the end of 2019 and beginning of 2020 when they were just, we don't know what's wrong. We know he's hurt and it turned out he had a fractured rib. I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Yelich, but I would feel more confident knowing what the injury was. That would make me feel a lot more confident in knowing what he's going to be moving forward right now. You know, there's a non-zero chance he's nothing the rest of the season if this injury is serious, in which case trading him for Grisham or Meadows would be an obvious win. I wouldn't do that, but I can't tell you not to, I guess. Let's just wrap up with a few more injury notes. Diego Castillo, closer for the Tampa Bay Rays, was placed on the IL with groin tightness. Left-handed pitcher Jeffrey Springs picked up the save for the Rays on Wednesday, he is 1% rostered in CBS Leagues. George Springer placed back on the I.L. with that right quad strain. Alex Kirilov, this is why we can't have nice things. He's placed on the I.L. with a right wrist sprain. And Joey Votto fractured his thumb after getting hit by a pitch. He will miss about a month. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.